0: Whenever my world falls apart, I never lose hope or lose heart. Whatever the form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on, darlings, you. With Hello
1: and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. My guest today is an actor, singer, animal lover, Nationals fanatic, and self-proclaimed nerd. She's also a Helen Hayes <laughs> Award-winning performer. It's Emily Zickler, everybody. Hello. How are you? I'm
2: doing well. I'm good. happy to be here. Great.
1: I'm happy that you're here on this wonderfully rainy day.
2: Soggy Tuesday. To
1: talk about a wonderfully rainy show. Dark this is and a good, twisty. Listening to this this morning, I was very excited. It's um, a good weather
2: for it. It's very good it's weather It's very London it weather today.
1: Because you chose...
2: Sweeney
0: Todd. Attend the tale of Sweetie Todd. Attend the tale of Sweetie Todd. He served the dark and avenge vengeful God. He served a dark and avenge vengeful God. What happened then? Well, that's the play, and he wouldn't want us to give it away. Not Sweeney. Not Sweeney Todd. the Demon Barber Fleet
2: Street. Demon Barber Fleet Street, yeah. I can't believe no one has Full done title. this yet. If you did
1: one of those polls where you asked everybody to pick their top three Sondheim shows, oh.
2: this would be in everybody's yeah, top. Three, Sondheim, I think. definitely. Yeah,
1: it's I just is just so much fun, especially performers and everybody, just everybody likes the show.
2: And I feel like everyone has their like secret perfect version of what they want the show to be like. Or maybe mm. that's just me.
1: Ooh, I don't that's know. I suppose we'll get into that. But that's I, very interesting.
2: I think there's no one way to do this show. I think mm. there the content dictates the form, as Sondheim will say, yes. like repeatedly, um, and does in his book, which I will be referencing, oh, yeah. I'm sure. But um, I think what makes this play the most interesting to me is how, like I said, dark and twisty it is, mm. and unconventionally musical theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, like, fit in one... Place. Well, it's
1: very close. It's very close to opera. But At it's least, not. Especially in this per- in this particular recording. Yes, the especially.
2: original. So we're talking about the original, original Broadway cast. original
1: 1979 Broadway cast with Angela Lansbury and Len Carew and Victor and Garber and, and Victor many Victor others, actually. yeah, It is very, this version is very operatic. Well, More, and there's no yeah. book.
2: I mean, there's like, the book itself, I think, was something that Sondheim, again, in um, Finishing the Hat, which is something that I've gone back to repeatedly when revisiting Sondheim plays that I like, mm-hmm. love, and adore. Um, he said purposefully he wanted it to feel very much like an operetta and very little book, mm-hmm. but the, co- the conflict there was that he found opera restraining and limiting, and that's why he didn't write opera. Right. So there's so much conflict already coming from the creative end of it that I get like really excited about that problem play Sort of factor that like Shakespeare's problem plays are the most interesting to me mm-hmm. because it's not like and then they all get married at the end bye. right yeah great <laughs> it's like this one everyone's dead and then they stand up and they're like so you you just saw this play you just saw somebody get killed you just saw, you saw we wrote ourselves into our corner yes, so we're gonna so sing so to you about dead.
1: it yeah it's I mean it's a fascinating show um, and a fun fun show and it is it, it's it's funny that you say that like nobody picked it for this podcast but also and that's a show about conflict or a, con- a conflicted show. But nobody wanted to do this show, it seems like, in reading the history about it. Like, Hal Prince didn't want to direct it.
2: Hal Prince got, like, oddly prudish about, yeah. like, putting it on.
1: Sondheim didn't really even want to see the production that led him to do, that inspired him to do right. the musical, the 1972 Chris yeah. Bond play in the West End. He didn't, because Sweeney Todd's it's a very old story, obviously.
2: Yeah, it existed before the Sondheim play. Uh, it was the yeah, Penny well Dreadful. Well before, right, and, in the 19th you know. century,
1: and, and it's very of its time. But, yeah, it's a show that sort of everybody kind of said no to until they said yes to. And
2: yet somehow it happened. So yeah. it had to happen for Angela some Lansbury sort of reason. Angela Lansbury said no
1: originally. I mean, everybody said no until they said yes. Like, until something about... Some, everybody found something in reading in this book, which I have. You have Finishing the Hat. I have Sondheim & Co. by Craig Zayden, which oh. is an invaluable resource and out of print. See, I um, it's a great book. The, uh, is that how everybody said they didn't want to do the show... Like I was just saying, like Angela Lansbury didn't want to do it because she was a theater star by this point. Yeah. Um, Until she figured out that Mrs. Lovett was, as she puts it, kind of music hall comedy. Yeah. Um, Hal Prince didn't do it until he figured out he could do this allegory against the Industrial Revolution. Mm -hmm. Sondheim didn't want to do it until he figured out it was this idea of revenge. I mean, it's all very like...
2: Everyone had a good reason to do it. Right. That was good enough. One
1: specific reason, yeah.
2: That all the bad reasons not Just faded away. And it feels
1: that way to me. It feels very like everybody's... Everybody's 100% on board.
2: You you have to be.
1: But before we get too deep, Mm -hmm. we should probably summarize the the plot. If you don't know the plot of Sweeney Todd, Emily, what is the story of Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street?
2: Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street is a lovely tale about a man who comes back to what he hopes will be his life in London um, after being shipped off to Australia like so many people were unjustly in whatever... Time period mi- Victorian, Victorian era. Yeah, there we go. Um, and he comes back to London in hopes of finding his life, wife, and child again, and is uh, rudely awakened to the the consumption of his family and his <laughs> dreams and his. And I mean, everything has deteriorated with the Industrial Revolution. I think you talk about that with the Hal Prince. Mm-hmm. This isn't a very concise uh, wrap up, is it? That's fine. But uh, he comes back, uh, finds one woman who he knew as his landlord and she's kind of our our foot in the door to seeing what he does in response to the circumstances he finds his his family in which is not great not great <laughs> <laughs> does not uh, so handle it maturely he knows that he had a baby girl right. he knows that he had a wife and uh, <laughs> his wife was taken full advantage of by a men of power and status the judge and the beetle uh he was shipped out of the way so they could have their way with her and uh in the meantime some not so lovely things happened to dear lucy the wife mm-hmm. the daughter has been taken in as the ward of judge turpin so she's you know, think Cosette, but less happy. Right. Somewhere between Cosette <laughs> and, then, and Rapunzel. Yeah. Cosette, Rapunzel, she likes birds. Right. You know, there's a lot of metaphor there. Yeah. Um, and uh, he finds that this young sailor who saved him on the good ship Bountiful. Yes. <laughs> very heavy-handed there. Uh, can uh, can maybe be his way to get his daughter back, because they have, of course, the I saw you from across the room, and now we're in love instantly moment. in love, yes. Yeah. He is... Oh Anthony. Oh yes. Oh Anthony. He's a baritanner with legs who <laughs> just goes ahead and, and puts the plot keeps the plot plodding along. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's our love story.
2: Yeah. So, then so he it's decides... a love story. Right. It's a murder revenge story. And somewhere along the line we start eating people um but at the end of
1: act one at the end of
2: act one we realize (laughs) that it's kind of that scottish play like if we do this one thing everything will be okay right and then that one thing unravels and unravels into a a chaos of murder pie baking and barbershops
1: right so sweeney's gonna kill the judge
2: Sweeney's goal, just so everybody end knows, game, is to, kill the, to kill the judge. It
1: messes up at the end of Act 1, so he decides to kill everybody.
2: Yeah, which, you know, makes sense. You know, you, yeah. you just, you snap sometimes. It's a logically, you just,
1: Sometimes you just had enough, you know.
2: You, people break.
1: You try to kill the judge and it just doesn't go your way. And yeah, then Mrs. Yeah. Lovett says, well, we can dispose of the bodies by making mm. them into pie. Yeah,
2: I mean, her pie business is failing. And She's then it a becomes very thriving. smart yeah. Entrepreneur, she is, and cats are forward-thinking. No, that's a good lyric too. <laughs> I'm telling you, pussy cats so is. And quick. It, yes,
1: and it doesn't end happily for. I would say, no, I don't know. Does anybody? Get, well, we'll figure it out. I don't.
2: I will figure it out. I really. Nobody don't think... The, I don't think anyone gets what they escapes. need. Nobody at escapes the end of the play. at
1: the end of the show. Nobody is free from. No. Nobody gets to live in blissful ignorance anymore. No, yeah. and
2: I and I think again, content form being you know intertwined. Mm-hmm. There is this sort of like snake eating its own tail feel of the ballad of Sweeney Todd that Mm -hmm. keeps recurring over and over again. You start there, it keeps coming back, it ends there. So as you make your way around this sort of the turn of the wheel that you know this story is going to kind of unfold, you see where it's going, especially by the end of Act One. You know, okay, so they're about to bake Mm -hmm. people into pies and he wants to kill this one man, so he's going to kill as many people as he can to get there. There's an inevitability that's really exciting about that where Mm -hmm. you're like, this is going to go really bad really fast, and you start seeing all the things come unhinged. Um, But like I said, at the end of the play, you know, everybody's dead except for a girl who's dressed up like a sailor and the baritone with legs and, well, and the uh, cop. And
1: Toby's still alive.
2: And Toby. Well, yes. Or what's left of what's him. What's left of Toby is still alive. Toby like, yes. and his poor, poor touched Toby. mind. Poor Toby. Huh, well, poor Toby.
1: Toby's seen some things.
2: Yeah, clearly. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and so then you kind of get back in that limbo of like, and now we have to tell that story all over again. Mm-hmm. Here we are again.
1: Yes, there is a definite, like you say, that snake eating a tail, that circuitous Nest to it that sort of cyclical story that this is this this story's over but the story mm-hmm. itself is not over as um as the ballad of Sweeney Todd tells us so how did Sweeney Todd come into your life
2: so I um I was a stage door manor kid so I went to um, musical theater camp in Loch Sheldrake New York and you know it's where camp the movie mm-hmm. all that yeah um so there's a whole bunch of us out there um not a French Woods kid stage door <laughs> um <laughs> so the first time I was exposed to Sweeney Todd was my first year at stage door and it was like the big show that all the like really talented kids were in it was like the end of the session the like stage door famous kids were mm-hmm. like always leads and that and I just popped in for act Two. Oh, I didn't even see act one wow. I saw act two and I was like what is this how did we play? get here? Yeah. How did the <laughs> what? And so I came back the next day after my show because you know I was doing shows right. and then it's the whole theater camp thing. So from there I was hooked hmm. because I was what 15 years old, you know, burgeoning youth, mm-hmm. musical theater, nerd dumb. My family was never like a huge musical theater. Like I just picked it up. Hmm. I don't know how. I have two tone deaf parents, bless their souls, and they just didn't tell me to stop singing whenever I was singing. Like right. Cats and Godspell and Les Mis was like the big three for me in terms of albums because that was what my mom like mm-hmm. had. Yeah, um, but I was like, I was bored by Oklahoma. I was I was not interested in South Pacific. I I mean, I appreciate now the mm-hmm. majesty of Hammerstein. Right. Like, I, I understand why that's important, but I just wasn't turned on by that. Yeah, it doesn't that. speak
1: to you. Yeah. It
2: didn't speak to me. You know, I was a little dark and twisty, a little, you know, I've said that a couple of times now, mm-hmm. but I was a little, you know, not um, feeling conventional and not feeling normal as a teenager and, you know, having, you know, depression and anxiety I needed something that spoke to me in a way. And this, when I saw Sweeney Todd, I was, my world was rocked. I was like, this is what a show can do. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to just be the music man. Like, and I did the music man and it was lovely. But like, this was something completely different. And the sound of the music wasn't easy. The the dissonance was like viscerally affecting me. And I couldn't not, like listen to it over and over again and figure out why Mm -hmm. like why is this so different and how and what and give me more so I um I went back to high school that next year and I was like we've got to do this show (laughs) and I um and we ended up doing it my junior year of high school yeah and I mean like I probably wasn't the only reason that happened but but. um you know we had done Fiddler and then we did The Music Man and then I was like Sweeney Todd it's gotta happen that is a joke it's gotta happen it's and I have to be Joanna (laughs) but I wasn't it was it was a whole thing so like I saw it at camp we did it in high school they double cast Joanna with the two other girls and not me and then they were they were gonna give me the solo the first soprano line in the letter and then they ended up cutting the letter because it's so difficult yeah and 15 year olds couldn't learn that right so (sighs) So you you know, were in the ensemble. That, so, I was in the ensemble and I wore a great wig and I did the I did the dancing on top of the pie shop, so. Oh, there you go. I did that. I did mm-hmm. the poor thing track. Oh, okay. So that was fun. All right. And we had a really bad wig for Joanna anyway, so. I don't know
1: what oh, okay, I don't know. so you escaped a bad yeah, wig. Yeah, I, I escaped a bad wig. Okay, you that's know, good. I had it makes a good up wig. For it, right? I had you had a good wig. wig. I had yeah, yeah, a good wig, yeah, not right. a bad wig. That makes a good wig.
2: Yeah. Um so I did <laughs> the show in high school and then I think the first professional production that wasn't done by people who are not the age <laughs> yeah. of the characters, of the characters yeah. was actually This Year It Only. Oh, okay. Which was fantastic. I like I got really excited about that because I was like, oh my god, I've been obsessed with this show for years mm-hmm. and I haven't actually seen it except for like bootlegs on YouTube. Of right. The, <laughs> of well, there's the a Michael legal Severs. video you can get. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So you I'm... can get
1: the George Hearn and Langell uh, Lansbury tour video. Yeah, that's the tour video? Available. Oh, yeah, see, I should do that. Oh, it's yeah. good. I've, d- I've
2: gone down the YouTube rabbit hole. Oh, but no, I it's haven't. very good. Uh, oh, it's
1: on PBS in the yeah. late uh, the 80s, I guess, the early 80s. It's oh, really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, cool, it's cool, fun. Cool. It's this production. It's this this version. Yeah, this version. Um, with the replacement. With the replacement, except I for. I did see George Hearn
2: as the wizard when I saw. Oh. Him. <laughs> and that was like. All right. All right. He was Sweeney, <laughs> and now he's another creepy old guy. <laughs> Fabulous. Very true.
1: Fabulous. Very different from Joel Gray. Yeah, Not yeah. So
2: I. Not quite. No. Is Joel Gray cuddly?
1: He can be if he wants to be.
2: Thoughts for... Yeah, mm-hmm. he's champs. So he right? can be. Yeah. yeah. He can walk
1: that line. He can walk that line. <laughs> MC, wizard. You yeah. know, he could figure it out. But that's different. That's two, another Two, b- two completely, to- completely different shows.
2: Completely. Now for something completely yeah, different. Yeah,
1: this is right. Um, a man with a tape recorder up his nose. The... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this, this show is... It, it's funny to think about it. It's so... I don't... Gosh, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, I, fa- I think I found the show around the same time you did. I think I knew... Joanna and um, a couple others like the hits mm-hmm. from the show. Green Finch, Green Finch, and Lennon Bird. Every yeah, twelve-year-olds book. God, yeah. That song bores the crap out of me. Uh, as it, yeah, we'll glaze over out that of one. the <laughs> show. Out of the show. It's a very important song, but like, just it's very boring. Uh, it, it is a really, as you say, dark and kind of twisty show. But what's so great about it to me, listening to it over and over again, is how much it. It, it wears itself on its sleeve. Like, it is just, oh, it's yeah. a horror gothic musical, and these characters are huge. The the love, you know, in every, in whatever emotion they They're feel. They're
2: graphic in the, like, literal Absolutely. sense They're of. They're very
1: broad. The word. Yes. And caricature ish. Well, not, I mean,
2: look at the artwork that they Exactly right.
1: Yeah, the poster yeah, is look amazing. Look at the poster. I, yeah. It cracks
2: me up, but it is that, I mean, it's as large as life. Yeah. It's not larger than life. And it is as grandiose as the emotions that, t- like, carry these people to the actions What's that so funny take. is I can
1: show you here in this book the original poster art.
2: Oh, how proper. <laughs> right,
1: which is just so, which has like, you see the blood kind of dripping off the barbers. pole. You barber see like a
2: pole? little dro- blood dripping off of like the candy cane stripe on the barber. I also pole. love
1: that Len Carey still has his must- his Little Night Music mustache yeah. in the picture. Yeah, oh, it's very sweet. It's very nice, but it's not that. I mean, that. Is Sweeney Todd? That is something else. That, I don't know what that like that show is, or it's some different production of Sweeney Todd. Yeah, it's Todd. a very,
2: yeah. very different production. This
1: is a screaming, arms raised, yeah, screaming I mean, that, to I the mean, air. Yeah, that's the
2: end of Act One,
1: right? So and they show you that is, Yeah, and she's got, and I love the fact that detail that she has her hand on his coat. Yeah, I think that's such a great <laughs> oh, little when she's detail. tethering him yes, down, yes, or trying and to. trying to well, trying, she's holding on to him. He's holding on to nothing. She's holding except yeah. the razor. He's hold, she's holding on to him. Oh, that's a it's very such a nice detail,
2: insightful detail. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a really great and then people my age will recognize the Sweeney caricature because it was repurposed by Collective Soul for the cover of their own yes. holding a giant sign. Um, very different image. But
0: yeah.
1: yeah, it's a really it's a very for especially for a Sondheim show, it's very upfront about I mean it's it's got the, the, it tells the you whistle, what it is. it's got the organ, it's got yeah, you know, everything it's minor keys and, and strings and yeah. it's very it's there's no there is subtext to it, but there's not all that kind of musical stuff that he can do sometimes where things get very deep. And, twi- and he takes two or three listenings. This It's is-
2: intricate in its deliberate sense of, like, this is what we are doing, mm-hmm. and it is for a purpose. I mean, he says um, it, in the book here, he talks when he's uh, talking about um, what brought him to Sweeney Todd, he said, I, I was just not interested in other musicals, I, I I was bored by the music, so I didn't care about them. Or if I liked the music, I liked the music and not the story. Mm. What he loved was film. He loved cinematography. He loved um, he loved Hitchcock. Yeah, and that Hitchcockian sort of driving pulse exists in the orchestration, especially in the ballad of Sweeney Todd. you know you open right away. you have that yeah. And that's always there. It's that undercurrent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the that promise keeps of the pulse alive. There's
1: something in the music. there's this promise of something scary. I mean it's mm-hmm. like, from the minute that organ plays and that, that they like you say that sort of opening refrain for the ballad of Sweeney Todd starts. This is going to be scary. I mean, you just kind of know be. that right away. Yeah, and that's yeah. what
2: I mean. Sondheim says, "I wanted to create a film mm-hmm. on stage. I wanted to create yeah. that feeling, that sense, because he liked horror films." Yeah,
1: and it lives. I mean, it's the funny thing about this show is that it, of all his shows, I think it it lives every generation. It keeps being done over and over. You say like Michael Severus and Patty Lapone did it mm-hmm. in that sort of stripped down, everyone plays their own instruments version. Which yeah, I can, have
2: feelings. We can it. talk about or not.
1: <laughs> um, but it's on—it's in New York right now. I mean, it's at the Barrow yeah. Street in, uh, off Broadway, and in, in yeah. a very stripped down. They did twenty
2: twelve in London. They did, yeah. They did- Every four years, somebody else finds Somebody else finds picks it up. Way, yeah.
1: And, love, and it runs. I mean, it seems to do very well in these in these productions in this stripped down And kind there's of way. so
2: much, like, sociopolitically going on in terms of the story of, like, classism and you talked about the, you know, industrial revolution connection that mm-hmm. Hal Prince really dug into. But th- there's something to be said for a story about class mm-hmm. conflict yeah. that just, it always rings true. Um, Which
1: weren't in the, it's funny to me, re, sort of reading up for this, I didn't realize those elements weren't in the show it was originally just about a guy who kills people and bakes them into pies like it just in a very like straightforward texas chainsaw massacre kind of way like it's just yeah you know just one of those just one of those stories (laughs) and it wasn't until christopher bond wrote this version that stephen sondheim saw on the on the west end that he thought it through to the point of being like it's about like revenge and class and all Mm -hmm. these other things which just seems so organic to the piece to me you
2: go all the way back to the revenge tragedies that Mm -hmm. were being you know it's Titus.
1: I mean, it goes, oh, you yeah. know, it, it goes all the way to that kind of re- little too far with revenge. Yeah. That's what, Well, and that's the thing about like good revenge stories, I think, show that revenge is self-defeating and self-destructive, mm-hmm. but they often don't go that Titus route. Like, yeah. literally, of going, like, this is nuts. Like, you like, and this That's show does. Crazy. This show goes, like, this will kill everybody. I mean, people are being everything. baked into
2: pies and Titus. They are. So. That's true. So a sh- right. It's Shakespearean what follows, which is probably why I thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: it, it has, I mean, it's just such an interesting, interesting approach to revenge and such an unusual subject for a musical.
2: About politics.
1: Period. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, to sort of, but to make the characters. It's funny to me, as caricature-ish as I said, but not caricatures. They are fully realized right. people, and that is such a tricky
2: oh, it's a fine tricky thing line. to do. Yeah, and I go back and forth. I mean, so I usually listen to a cast recording when I'm driving, like mm-hmm. a long way. So um, actually. Two weekends ago, I drove to and from New Jersey twice mm. um, to go to my friend's bachelorette party, do the revenge of understudies at Signature and then yeah. come back okay. um, to the, the bachelorette party. So it was like down oh, wow. and back. Yeah. So <laughs> down and back. Uh, it was a big weekend. Yeah. Lots of miles. Sounds lots like of it. cast recordings. Yeah. So, you know, I, I went to school in Boston. I used to drive up, you know, nine and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, all right, so I got Lamez, Phantom, Sweeney, like get the big three hour double disc sets, put on, you know, if I get stuck in traffic around New York for lunch, I'll put on Miss Saigon and then (laughs) call it a day. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's so I like going for the whole journey. Mm -hmm. I'm not just like, ooh, I really like to listen to pretty women right now. Right. Like I I do the whole story arc. So as I'm sitting in my car on ninety five north or whatever, I end up just getting lost in the complexity of the music and the storytelling and how could I you know embody these characters mm-hmm. I always I always kind of choose someone to go along the ride you know go along for the ride with um and most recently I just realized how sad Mrs. Lovett is and how like her oh, God, yeah. and her like she really thinks she's got him in control oh yeah like she re- like she really thinks she's got it yeah. And in my version, like, she knows who he is the second he walks through that door. Mm-hmm. Like, she, oh, she it's not like, pretty, hey, I think that's Benjamin Barker, that I guy I used to be clear. in love with secretly. Right? Like, no, it's like, no, she knows, but she's not about to mention it because he's so changed. Right. He, he is clearly, and the lack of book makes it difficult for that to be done without the acting of it. I think it's not obvious yeah. and on the page, but I think if the actor is aware of that... Um, mm-hmm. which I have to say for the record. Because she's not stupid. Ife Butler did a great yeah. job. I oh, okay. I loved her, love it. Oh, great. I loved her, love it. Oh, great. Ife. Love to love it. You rocked. Damn. Just saying. That was great. That's all. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it's because it's not, she is playing the Daffy, like I say, the Angela is doing the Daffy Music Hall thing, but, but she's, she's not, not stupid. Just that. Well, she's she,
2: not She's stupid.
1: Got, but she can't be. Like, her, you,
2: her mind moves too quickly for her to be dumb. Yeah,
1: because she makes so many decisions Right after, uh, during Barbara and his wife um, and poor thing, where she's deciding, she figures out who he is, which I do think she recognizes in the second, and he she comes decides
2: in. to like play her hand very slowly, right? And the last card she never plays no. until I mean, he and not
1: telling him finds it. the truth. I mean, is yeah. so. Cool. Crazy, like that she makes that decision. And so that's early. where I
2: was like, "Oh my god, she's so like she's dangerously sad because she wants to keep that secret." Yeah, spoilers coming. Well, it's gonna happen. It's next, gonna happen. Yeah, right. But not yet. Oh, um, ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> but like that last card she's gonna play about the like the final secret about the past. She holds on to till the bitter. So she has to. I mean, she and, like yeah. literally. It's looking him in the face. Yeah, gasping for air the last yeah. time. So, um. That sort of hope, that sort of flip, like little flutter of hope in her heart that yeah. she could change this person. Like, I just feel like I could fix him, you right. know? Oh my God. No. Yeah, no, by the sea Nellie. is like a Nellie, super. No. <laughs>
1: by the sea is like a super sad song if oh, you really so think about it.
0: I can see us waking, the breakers breaking, the sea cows squawking. Ooh, ooh, I do me baking, then I go walking with you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And with young sweater While you write a letter Unless we got better to
2: do Anything you say And they're just like so. never on the same page No Ever Except for in Little Priest Except for Priest Like
1: one song They are they are in pretty much perfect harmony And that's harmony. why it's so
2: exhilarating And that's why it earns being like However long it is Yeah I mean
1: It's like eight and a half it's minutes It's like almost so ten minutes really Yeah,
2: all the puns you could ever pun <laughs> And it's still, it holds up because it's so much damn fun. Yeah. Like you.
1: It, when it keeps bringing really smartly, let's talk about Little Priest. That's a great song. Right. The, I like the fact that, I mean, as you say, it is super long, but that he keeps, they keep bringing back in the plot every couple of lines so that you never, so it stays on track. Like it's he not brings up. just
2: about killing beetle. other people. It's about exactly. killing these people. Yeah. Lovely bit of clock
0: Maybe for a lock
2: Then again the sweep If you
0: want it cheap And you like it dark Try the financier Peak of his career That looks pretty rank Well he drank It's a bank cashier Last one really sold Wasn't quite so old Have you any beetle? Next week so I'm told Beetle isn't bad Till you smell it And notice how well It's been greased. Stick
2: to priest <laughs> But first, we'll have but we're to make gonna our joke way. about yeah, all these other okay. people. But like because when he th- okay. the beetle,
1: he throws in the beetle, he throws in the judge, he throws in all the judge, judge on the, on the menu. menu, and it's this great. Like we're still, we're not losing the plot. We're keeping mm-hmm. this going.
2: And there's that sort of bar, drunken hall refrain of yeah. the history the of the world. Of the world. Yeah, it's so just weird. you can't deny that so you're like fun. I'm. All of a sudden, I'm rocking and swaying back and forth in my seat. Thinking about slicing people's throats open well, and baking pie, and
1: also because this is a known theatrical piece. I mean, it's like everybody knows people in theater know anyway that Sweeney Todd, what Sweeney Todd's about. Sweeney mm. Todd's going to kill these people and and uh, and bake they're going to get baked into pies. We know that's happening. So the the decision to just sort of be very upfront about it and jokey about it and have right. all those early jokes about like i mean it, it starts for me in um uh pretty women when he's when you know the guy like leans back in the chair and he's got the razor there and we're just gonna like, really <gasps> take our time with this you know the closest they ever gave that's a lyric when he said yeah. you know and it's yeah all it's like
2: it. wink wink and then it
1: comes up again in the in the second or third joanna depending on the production you're watching yeah. in in act two mm-hmm. when I think, at least in the way I've seen it. Oh, it's
2: so... Com- that The top of Act 2, to, to me, is hilarious. Oh, it's Like, great. it has to be yeah. funny. It has to be, like, a Joss Whedon-directed, like, mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods situation. Yeah. Again, my ideal version, everyone is aware that this is a ridiculous thing. But we've allowed... We've given the space for that. Again, given the lyrics, mm-hmm. given the theme, given the grandiosity of the composition, it it leaves space for all of that almost absurdity to um, And it to, shouldn't to happen. work.
1: It really shouldn't work. It shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to be this glib about a serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. You shouldn't be able to have Anthony and and Joanna should be ridiculous. These two people who just fall in love with each other at first sight. It should be Cosette and Marius. It should be which which doesn't make sense when you think about it.
2: Okay, sidebar about Cosette and Marius. Sure. How does Cosette not recognize Eponine? Like they were enslaved together as children Forever. For like for a long time. They grew up together. Well, and so to recognizes
1: be... Cosette. That's exactly. The other funny
2: thing. So when I played Cosette, I was like, I know her. I know her. What the heck? Well,
1: how doesn't she recognize Thenardier? Forget right. exactly. Like, How does she not recognize the Thenardiers? What did yeah. they do
2: to this child? Did she they... doesn't
1: seem to remember anything.
2: Right. Like, it, she it, which re- makes her so not credible. Because she also
1: doesn't remember her mother. But she's like nine. When exactly. The show starts.
2: It's like, she's not like, <laughs> she hasn't got the brain capacity to develop memory. I just Well, that's something what, that always I mean, bothered that is me. is so infuriating for a oh, lot of people. Oh, it's so bad. and of course like again, I played her at Stage Door a couple years after I was first introduced mm-hmm. to Sweeney Todd and I was like, I'm going to make this an act to ground challenge. this. I'm going to yeah. ground this in reality and it's just impossible. Mm-hmm. Like I was well, just because like, she's
1: terribly underwritten. I mean, she go- oh,
2: yeah. She is
1: the most underwritten character. Joanna in the show. at
2: least is not underwritten. She's No. None difficult. of the characters are. She's difficult yes. to grasp and I Think um, I think the more affected by her circumstance she is, the more believable she becomes. She when she is a caged bird, when she yeah. is so anxious and and almost sort of hyper aware of like every eye on her. Yeah. I I become more interested and excited by that as opposed to pretty blonde girl.
1: Well, because she and I love. I've talked about it. I think on the show before, but I love the fact that in the wig maker. Escape from the asylum when Anthony comes to get her. She gone. She's the one who shoots. Uh, what's his name? fop Fog. 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 Yeah. She's the one who shoots Fog because she has lived. Like Anthony, for those you don't know, Anthony comes to she's she in Act Two is scurried is taken away to Bedlam. Um, the judge locks her up to keep her away from everybody. Anthony finds her, um, and Sweeney develops this plan where it's like you can pretend to be a wig maker, go in, say you need Joanna's hair. She has a lot of it, and. You can get her and then here's a gun, go free her. And he, Tony makes this, Anthony makes this tremendous proclamation that I will kill a hundred men to whatever he says to yeah. get. But free her again,
2: leg. bear tenor with legs, exactly. has and then no balls. When and confronted <laughs>
1: with the moment where he has to shoot somebody, he says, I, I cannot, cannot shoot. shoot. <laughs> and she just takes the gun and shoots the guy. And it's this wonderful moment of like. She
2: finally takes control right. over her circumstances. Well, and it's not <laughs> happening.
1: It's the reminder. It's not happening to Anthony. It's happening to Joanna. Joanna is right. the one who's been abused for like 17 years. And she's is just my like life nope. Like not done anymore. With this. I'm done. I'm out. And
2: then City on Fire happens. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes oh my it God, does. So We're well, jumping around. It's It's Yeah.
2: it's what it's for. It's, yeah. like, we don't
1: have to be linear. It, yeah, because I mean, it is this, but it, it all it all ties into this idea of like the reason I think like I say it should not work. You shouldn't be able to be this broad and this direct and this jokey and still at the end when Sweeney flips over the beggar woman i cry every single time and i shouldn't because i i know it's coming and B, it's been <laughs> like so you've weird you've done
2: this all for nothing exactly and right. you looked her in the face oh my
1: god it's just oh you
2: looked her in the face and that's
1: what's so affecting to me about how transformed he is it's not that she doesn't recognize him it's he doesn't recognize her mm-hmm. because he doesn't he's not looking for her
2: And again, the class structure comes into that again. In my opinion, you know, she is all of a sudden the crazy bottom-of-the-barrel woman offering up her, you know, crumpet on the street. When you have the highfalutin RP judge taking down what was a beautiful middle-class woman and destroying her to the point where she poisons herself, goes crazy, (gasps) there's the spoiler. Right. And, um, (laughs) And becomes this you know, ragged beggar woman on the street who is kind of like, if you don't if you don't know who she is from the beginning, which I didn't, yeah. uh, of course, the first time I saw it and was exposed to it, I thought like, wow, what a really clever device to just have this like, this bottom of the barrel woman be mm-hmm. the one who sees Commenting pretty much everything, everything. and comments yeah. everything. And my boyfriend, who is not a musical theater person whatsoever, he's a football coach, I took him to see only Sweeney and he was like, yeah, the only person I really related to was that beggar woman. And then he went, and that was his wife at the end. Mm -hmm. And I I knew it. I knew that I liked her for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's that smart. I mean, it's like... But it's very logical. Logical, It's not too
1: clever for its own good. It doesn't... When that twist comes... You're like, Your reaction oh, is, of course. no. Uh, it all, all these things fall into place where she says, don't I know you to him over and over again, which okay. is not very important, not what she says to Anthony the second time she sees him. Mm-hmm. She says, oh, it's you.
2: Oh, it's you. When she
1: says to him, hey, don't I know you? And then when also she doesn't like Mrs. Lovett, which I'm mm-hmm. sure is mm-hmm. carried on from her oh, previous and Mrs. life. Mrs. Lovett wants
2: her out during Gets God it, That's Good. She She's like, get, she get her is, away. It, it's not about her it, eating it all pies. It just
1: slides into place. And you just go, and how she can't say Joanna's name. She has mm-hmm. trouble saying Judge Like. Joanna, yeah, she from just,
2: pretty little word. I mean,
1: it's just, oh God, it's so sad. But it is so, it's that great Again, simple logic of it that really makes it satisfying. all work. It just all it works. Just, yeah.
2: yeah, of course it's that sad mm-hmm. because that's where that puzzle piece fits into place. Absolutely.
1: And yeah. it's the kind of thing you can do in a show also where, like, usually, I think during um, Poor Thing, where they stage it so that you do actually see Lucy get mm-hmm. called upon. And
2: depending on the director, you either have Joanna playing that or someone else, but the, it's not
1: in the how in the, in the video, the George Hearn video, um, the George Hearn, which is the Hal Prince production. Um, he has her up in the loft mm-hmm. and like doing the staging that you then see the beggar woman do at the end, she's yeah, exactly right. You see her opening the, the d- curtains and you see her kind of looking out yeah. at the world and checking the baby. And but it's great, you can do this the thing I love about theater is you can do that, I can double cast. The the Lucy and the beggar woman and the audience isn't going to go oh it's the same person because it's a show we double cast people yeah it's a small ensemble part she's an whatever it's the same actress you don't think twice about it whereas in a movie and in this movie specifically you go oh uh, oh okay it's the same uh, uh, it's the same person yeah obviously it's it's just such a great where you can but it it, it again plays into the logic of the audience going oh oh he wasn't tricking me earlier oh Mm -hmm. oh god that's so sad that's and it is so sad which is the ending is sad to me like it's very it, it's just and it's not tr- like grand tragedy it's just freaking sad yeah
2: <laughs> it's it just, hurts just god <laughs> bad things happened to people
1: how long did it take you to figure out Is it took me a, a while to figure out when i was younger that there's a super weird family reunion in this show where the whole Barker family's in the same room at the same time?
2: Oh yeah, and like one of them is in a box and yes, yeah, so them- Joanna's <laughs> hiding in the
1: trunk. The beggar woman comes in and Sweeney's there and, and
2: Joanna gets to see gets to see her kill dad her kill mom. her mother.
1: Right, not having any idea
2: that either of those people are those people, right.
1: and she never will know. No, because the only person who did know Nellie is dead oh. at the end. Yeah, she
2: toast literally, and
1: literally. Oh true. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> She's
2: toast. Yeah, she right gets in
1: she gets oven. she gets thrown in the oven, oh. alive, by yeah. Sweeney, because um, he didn't care for her.
0: Mrs. Lovett, you're a bloody wonder, eminently practical and yet appropriate as always. As you said repeatedly, there's little point in dwelling on the past. Oh, no, come here, it? my I love. Swear I thought it was only Not for a thing the best. to fear, my me. love. What's dead. Be is dead. Buried. The history of the world. Oh, Mr. Todd, leave it to me. Is learn forgiveness and try to forget. By the sea, Mr. Todd will be comfy cozy. By the sea, Mr. Todd, with there's no one knows he. And life is for the alive, my dear. So let's keep living it. Reading Just keep living it. Really living it.
2: It. it. You can hear it in Angela Lansbury's. Oh, Voiceover. It, it's just she's to the point where like <laughs> it still work right? right you're not yeah, gonna kill me fine, right you're now. Gonna, you're gonna kill me. Okay, right. you're killing me. Okay, God. Yeah. All right. It is That's just it. so.
1: Oh, and she man.
2: and I believe again going back to my last mm-hmm. listen through of like how sad she is. I actually said <laughs> when she they're doing the reprise of Little Priest, mm. the history. Of, yeah. I was like, God, she's so doomed. No, she's not gonna make she it. knows it too. Yeah. She's looking death in the eye, and he's smiling. And he's mm-hmm. like he he's doesn't smile. Completely gone.
1: He's well. It's teased in the lyric. The lyric is he seldom laughed, but he often. He, he's is it seldom laughed, but, but he, he often, often smiles. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's that like that's not a good.
2: That's not smile. a smile. He's
1: never smiled for a good reason yeah. in this entire show. So now that he's smiling yeah. at you. Yeah. Yeah. No, she oh. knows it's got to break bad, and she doesn't. And she, l-
2: and she took him there. I mean, she, she, she led him by the hand and took him there. Mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah and or by the good. edge of the coattails <laughs> <laughs> As it should be because yes, i exactly mean right. again it the the end of the play is logical it gets mm-hmm. there for a reason um and the end of act one is always difficult for me because you said you know there's that heightened suspension of like the closest i ever gave and then like there's there's even that like did it like suspension of him taking the razor to his throat and then pretty women oh
1: man Mm-hmm.
2: but that ties right back into wait for me oh yeah which is you know which he
1: throws in her face during the epiphany he says yeah. you told me to wait you
2: told me to wait yeah. and Who, now why did i wait yeah yeah
1: you told me to wait because now I'll never come revenge
2: again. is a dish best, best served serve cold. cold right he says you know revenge can't be taken in haste and so he mm-hmm. the one moment he decides to indulge and like get all the information he can and yeah. it's kind of like Take pleasure, now might i it. do it pat now he's praying sort of hamlet reference yes. of like I could do it right now. Mm-hmm. Would it be the best time to do it? Maybe yeah. not, but it would be good. But it—he's also happy. Do I want him to die happy? Like yeah. I, I just imagine that sort of complicated. Like yes, I can do this easy, repetitive motion. Shaving is something I know; it's familiar. Right. While I plot your murder, and then the baritanner with legs walks up the stairs and, and everything. ruins it. I'm going to do this. I'm <laughs> going to marry the girl. Oh boy! Oh boy! It's just a really happy puppy.
1: Nope, you're not. Well, you will. Or Billy.
2: I don't know if he will. I don't know if Joanna's okay at the end of this. Play. I don't think
1: anybody's okay. I, I it's he also gonna kill. It's so funny they're gonna kill Anthony. This is a thing that gets glossed over sometimes. But that's like Mrs. Lovett's plan is get Anthony to bring Joanna back here. Then
2: we'll take care of him. We'll kill
1: Anthony, and you can be with your daughter.
2: Right. And your daughter oh, will be fine with that, right?
1: That's easy. Again. That's a nice thing to do to a person. Like, what are you talking? About?
2: Again, he is simply there. He is a human prop to drive the plot forward. Well, and but so but is like,
1: Sweeney. I mean, Sweeney obviously. is is just this machine. I mean, he is just all he cares about. Like a perfect is getting revenge. He was. He hey, well, exactly. hey, look at that. Um, he's just driving forward at yeah. this like beat, single-minded to purpose. Mrs. Lovett is doing the driving. She's mm-hmm. doing the steering. She's like, mm-hmm. she's the steam oh. engine. Yeah. And he makes a few decisions on his own. He kills Pirelli. He has to essentially. Yeah. And she approves initially. She's worried because he's just killing people. She's like, Oh well, yes, of course, he had to kill. Like, well, okay, never mind. that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, we'll take his but, money. Yeah. You know. But she's the one who's he, he's like, I'm going to kill everybody. She's like, Well, then we That's might as all well. well and good. Yeah, we might as well. Um,
2: but you know,
1: we could might we as well capitalize make some, on Right. That? There's there's probably a plus side to this, yeah. right? And savvy. You know, yeah, she is she's very savvy and she's very in control all the way up until she at a she certain isn't. point yeah and again
2: i i sort of go back and forth about like when she really thinks she has control um you know when she first sees him the control she has is she knows that she, know, she knows that she knows who he is mm-hmm. you know and so there are those secrets like we talked about that she meets out kind of um during that scene very carefully lays out like so this is what happened right and also I remember you. And also you can live here right. and also be my lover. Right. Um, and then. Well that's you know, what
1: she, by the sea is. I think by the sea is where she's like. Yeah.
2: I mean, she said, most always, relaxed. Had, uh, always had a fondness for you, I did. Right. Like it's there. And then with weight, she's like, no, it's okay. Right. Like I can teach you how to be patient. Like she really thinks she's got she's got the handle on it. And then things start going a little fuzzy when, oh, Pirelli's dead. Okay, right. well, now we got this kid, but that's useful for me. Yeah. Because now we'll I have a worker. Right. I can help me. He's cute. I always wanted a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Nellie's got a little boy now. Great. And she's got the man upstairs and a dead guy. Okay, mm-hmm. let's deal with the dead guy. Right. And it's once it was like, all oh, this running and shouting. Like once yeah. the ish hits the fan, if you will, mm-hmm. um, then she, she scrambles a little bit again. Mm-hmm. And that's where Epiphany, I think she's like, Oh, oh yeah, she's a
1: little yeah, Epiphany is
2: Oh really?
1: Is and should be scary. I mean Yeah, to Epiphany everybody. was horrifying
2: to me the first time I saw
1: it. Yeah, it should be.
0: Alright, you sir, how about a shame? Come and visit your good friend sweetie. You sir, too, sir. Welcome to the grave. I will have vengeance. I will have salvation. No one's in the chair. Come on, come on. Sweeney's waiting. I want you, waiters. You sir, anybody, gentlemen, now don't be shy. Not one man, no, not ten men, nor a hundred can assuage me. I will have.
1: <laughs> he has gone.
2: He's, yeah. he's gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like any, like, empathetic logic in his heart out the window. Yeah.
1: He's consumed. He's consumed. Because
2: yeah. the entire world is against him at that point. Mm-hmm. Even the people that he trusted, as yeah. little as he did trust them, their advice did not help. Right. So the entire world would be better off if we, he goes straight up nihilist. Mm-hmm. We all deserve to die. Yeah.
1: Like, this is where we've been going. And it's sort of been... Like, Mrs. Lovett's been holding... Him back just enough. Oh, where she was the finger in the dike. and right, then, she, and just, and then just, like, she just let the floodwaters go. Right. go and, and it blows and, up. It just completely explodes. And, then, and then she
2: splashes around and has fun in there because she's like, well, you right. know, like, well,
1: you we deal with shred, the crisis you know, have. we can
2: wait in these waters, if I'll yeah. keep going with the metaphor. But like, right. she's like, right, well, it's all out there now. I mean, if you're going to do
1: <laughs> it, it's we that, might like, as well do it right. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So it's, again, that Scottish play of like, if we just do this thing, this will fix our problems, right? again, going back to the like the composition of the music, that mm-hmm. just takes my body for a ride mm-hmm. every time. Especially, you know, you look at Epiphany, but even with the sweeter songs, even with the first iteration of Joanna, where Antony's there, and, like, it's beautiful. I feel you, Joanna,
0: and one day I'll steal I'm with you then, I'm with you there, there Sweetly buried in your yellow hair.
2: It's heightened, and it's, it's elegant, and it's sweeping, and it takes you to this place, and then the judge shuts her away, and then it turns into this sort of, like, triumphant i'll steal you and even if it's sort of that like weird you know we just met and we're in love sort of thing Mm. like if you're allowed to forgive that and the fact that we're baking people into pies later like you can you can go along for the ride of like gosh this like even even in the most romantic sweeping moment it's still i'll steal you and sweetly buried in your yellow hair like those those words are still inherently sort of creepy mm-hmm. to me, so it, it keeps that like complexity of light and sweet and dark and and sort of you know morose at well, the same I mean, time.
1: Unlike with Marius and Cosette, I feel like we know Anthony a little bit. We know he's a good guy. He yeah, saved you know, like Swain's
2: he saved this dude randomly. He, he was, was didn't very have nice to, do to that. the
1: beggar woman. He gave her some money. Like mm-hmm. he's very he likes London. He's very mm-hmm. wide eyed. We lo- and he's the only. Like, happy person we've met yeah, so far. So, yeah. I feel like when he comes on, and, and we've also heard the very smart thing is that we get to hear Joanna sing
0: mm-hmm.
1: her song before Anthony falls in love with her. So, we know both these people when they fall in yeah. love. Unlike Marius and Cosette, who like bump into each other in a market square, and we know <laughs>
0: no. Marius
1: not at all, and Cosette as an infant, like as a nine year old. We know young Cosette, yeah. Castle in the Cloud. That's all we know. So That's when they not fall to fully in love,
2: developed human, we know that. It, not
1: at all. And it doesn't it doesn't work in that same in that same way because the two of them are not complete characters. They are in service of the larger narrative that Lay mm-hmm. is. This is a narrative driven by the characters. The characters drive everything that happens. So that when a plot moment happens, it happens because somebody makes a decision. It doesn't right. just happen because well We've We're 45 get minutes somehow. in, and man, we've got so much yeah, more Mount to go. Paris 1809. Right? Barely, right. <laughs> yeah, we are barely halfway through Act 1. So that's why I think it feels, even though it is cheating, certainly, to be like, to have people fall in love at first sight. Which I do also like the fact that they draw attention, sometimes draws attention to it with the fact that Joanna doesn't know his name. I know. Until the end of Kiss Me. <laughs>
2: yeah, until like, there's a whole quintet. <laughs> yes. It's so fun. Is it a quintet or which a quintet?
1: It is it's a, a quartet, a quartet. Yeah. yes, it's a quartet, because Todd doesn't sing West it side. out. No, no.
0: Kiss me. I know a place where we can go tonight. Kiss me. We have a place where we can go tonight. I love you.
2: The whole, the whole ladies and their sensitivities through mm-hmm. "Kiss Me," that was like so exciting to me the first yeah. time. I was like, oh, sweet mashup, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, you can do well, that. None of it's the not villains, even a reprise It's like, not. It's, it's it all happens concurrently. And it keeps that like pulse moving. Mm-hmm. Those could all be separate scenes, and thank yeah. God they're not, oh because God, then it'd it would be a six-hour play.
1: It kind of already is.
2: It really <laughs> is. It's pretty long.
1: If you include,
2: I mean, you can cut a lot of the Pirelli sequence. Ever, I was
1: gonna say, have you ever seen this whole show? Yeah. Like no, but I mean, like everything you hear on this recording, staged. Have you ever seen that version? Because I haven't.
2: No, not I not mean, even the
1: video is this whole. No. In fact, not even the Broadway. Production I mean, they is this often cut
2: the tooth pulling. Just yeah, they usually that's cut the tooth pulling. Yeah, usually cut the twenty minutes of. Bad stage violence if you don't have a good person. Usually
1: the judge's Joanna, at least the judge's yeah, the Joanna judge's was cut Joanna. from this version. It pops up depending on who's playing the judge, And oh
2: obviously. boy, that's a ditty. That's
1: a thing. But it's yeah. also,
2: like,
1: I, I also think it gets cut that I, my, one of my favorite comedic moments, and I totally know why it gets cut, but I love the, um, the Beatle playing the organ. Sweet Polly And them it. singing, I mean, but all the, 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 the Tower of Bray.
0: If three bells ring And our tower of bray Oh, since you're a fellow music lover, ma'am Why not raise your voice along with mine? Oh, all right <laughs> a Ding dong Ding dong Ding dong Your are has gone away, away. Ding dong Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. If four bells ring, how many bells r- are there? Twelve.
1: What I really like about the show that it's obviously too long. I think the show would be four hours if you left yeah. all of these things in. But I really like that all these characters have moments and mm-hmm. simple things, sides. Like the beetle and the judge don't see they're mustache-twisty bad guys at certain points. But in ladies and their sensitivities, they're just two dudes being like, "Listen, the reason she wasn't excited is you kinda because he kind of looked like crap, like a little, dude.
2: Like a little stubbly. It's she doesn't not that get you raped face, her mother like,
1: and stole her away. No, she just wasn't to do she it. She doesn't want She's beard not down burn. With all this like her nonsense. skin's really yeah, sensitive. You women are weak.
2: You you know, yeah, women are weak. Just, You've
1: me. raped so many women. You yeah, you know, right? They know. you know, we you and me, we get it. We it, go it, way back. God, that is terrifying. Yeah,
2: he's like, come on, man. Yeah,
1: and it's that pull yourself together. It's really great to have these characters who have all these moments to fight which is quite I love that I, I really wish I could see a version of it with him and Mrs. Lovett having that full scene and then Todd showing up and be like, Oh, come on upstairs. Yeah. Um and it, it just giving him a chance to breathe and mm-hmm. live before he's killed so that when he's killed you kind of go, Well ah. I'm glad because he's terrible.
2: Yeah. But this
1: this doesn't feel right. It yes. doesn't. Feel, nothing feels good in this show. None no. of the deaths feel good. And nothing feels good.
2: Act two does. I agree. Act two feels some. At some points, can feel rushed if not mm-hmm. like fully given air to breathe. Yeah. Um.
1: Because it's long. I mean, act two is is long. long it's a long CD. It's a long play. But act two is. I love that the CD has two booklets to it. Yeah. Right.
2: And I <laughs> got like out the, the I got out
1: the wrong one.
2: But I just love. I mean, going back to the Tower of Braith, just because it's yes. like.
1: Part again, it's songs.
2: that weird, creepy thing of like, I am now rooting for the funny song to be over so that I can see someone get murdered again. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you become, as an audience member, I become kind of like, okay, when's this going to be over and when are we going to get to killing people again? Right. <laughs> and, and that's like a very sort of alienating place to put the audience mm-hmm. once they take a you know, step outside and they're like, wow, I really was just rooting for this guy to go ahead and kill somebody. Right. Cause damn it, and I wasn't enjoying the comedic performance. Yeah, because I wanted him to die so bad. But it also
1: shows you it's a, the other part problem with cutting it to me. At least it, it still exists. I think in most forms, it, it just mm-hmm. gets cut down. Mm-hmm. But is how you see how smart Mrs. Lovett is. Like, I mean, in that moment, also being like all these excuses she has to make up. So, oh, we just
2: lock him in, lock there, him in there because, because he's, a little, he's a little special and he's and well. A little and little
1: touched. Such there's so much good irony in this show. I mean, the fact that he's not touched. But Until, he, in, a, in like 10 minutes, he will be because yeah. the beetle's going to come tumbling down the chute. And After like, he
2: finds a toenail.
1: Like, it's such a great show. I mean, it's really, I feel like we're, I'm, I'm searching for something to say other than like, it's an amazing show. <laughs>
2: it's, I mean, it's so much, it's fun. It is fun. violent. God, that's good. The. I mean, okay. So here's the, let's talk sure. about the ensemble. Sure. The ensemble is that sort of like folk ballad uh, structure of attend the tale of Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. All right. Right away, we have brilliant lyrics. Right. right, attend means you're physically required to be here. It's right. not just listen, hear, or like, be bear witness to. It is like you are physically present. The tale implies that there is this like, fable nature to it. Mm-hmm. There's this sort of like mythical scale that can give us the room to do all these horrible, creepy, crazy things. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's this sort of, like, American song structure, like, boom ding 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 like you know? There's going to be this sort of folk, uh, you know, rhetoric of, like, mm-hmm. we'll come back and, like, reiterate the point that his eye was odd and he was very clever and sneaky mm-hmm. and creepy. He could be right behind you. He could be anyone. That, ooh, he's right behind you. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that and it's
1: And it, but it is that important, like, because attend does have two meanings. I mean, attend mm-hmm. means pay attention to and be present, but it also means... As someone says, like you have to attend to yeah, that, care, I mean you have to deal with the, this, yeah, which we, is how I feel. It puts it on us. As the final audience. epilogue, when it says attend the tale of Sweeney Todd, is like well, you've so, just seen this, so like so
2: you have to deal You got to
1: deal with it, like, yeah. and it's that you know these people. I mean, it, it, I have to say, by the time this goes out, this won't be right now, but we are we are talking about this days after the events in Charlottesville, and mm-hmm. I feel like this whole idea of like. The person standing next to you is not the person you think they are. Feels mm-hmm. very, very real to yeah. me right now, and very important. And you know, the show does kind of it ends on that note of just like you know,
2: it's not easy to deal with. But you it can't has face to be these people, said. right? It's got to be you said. And it's got to be done. You have to say something, yeah. or else.
1: <laughs> or just pay attention. I mean, yeah. it's a thing of just Keep like your it, eyes it's open. It's really that I, I like the fact open. the show just ends with that idea of like you just really because all the. There's a lot of people seeing what's going on without seeing what's going on, and there's a lot of people like Toby. Toby figures out something's going on with Mister Todd, but mm-hmm. doesn't.
2: He can't put his he finger can't conceive, on it. It's I mean, that gut like, feeling.
1: Yeah, and he can't conceive. And of he what's trusts really his happening. gut.
2: He's yeah. like, I don't know what to. I don't know how to say it. I don't right. know what it is. He wouldn't
1: just leave. I mean, he keeps saying that about Pirelli over and over again. God, he wouldn't, wouldn't he just, leave. just leave. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, wouldn't just leave. Just leave. Yeah.
2: And, and there, I mean, yeah. that can be said, I mean, especially in our, like, current political climate, there are people that, you can't just assume that everyone believes the things that you believe.
0: Yeah.
2: And, you know, like, I'm coming from two nights ago, having a very heated conversation with someone that I thought I was getting along with perfectly well until mm-hmm. they said something that I couldn't let just lie there. Right. Um, and I'm not saying I did a great job of, you know, being the spokesperson for, you know, all of injustice, but I didn't shut up about it. Mm-hmm. So, um... I don't know. You've got to go with those gut feelings. There's mm-hmm. something about being, and there's, you know, there is life in this art as, you know, epic and crazy as it is. We end with this sort of like, you have to deal with this. You can't yeah. clean up this mess, but you can learn from it. Mm-hmm. And that's what art is there for. You know, it's for it's for us to, to look up and say, maybe that didn't actually happen to real people today. Mm-hmm. But if the human experience that's that's occurring on stage from the actor's perspective, from the entire creative team, has, has created a life on stage, then we have the power as actors, as creative performers, to to have people step back and go, ooh, like I, I got to think about that. I don't think a good piece of art has people go, hmm, yep, yeah, I know what that was. Right. Yeah. Done. Done. That was easy.
1: It's not, I mean, it's certainly not easy to swallow. It's also sort of, I mean, the show is viewed as a huge hit. It was not a huge hit when it opened. I was startled to discover it. Yeah. It ran um, for 530 some odd performances and lost all of its investment as a lot of Sontime musicals yeah. did. But it is... Excuse me one second. I'm sorry. I'm just making a note of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> time of what you just said. Um, so, it, it, and I think that's one of the reasons like a show like this wouldn't run in that kind of way is because there is... It's tough. It's not just going to let you sit back and enjoy. Like, it's not just a straight dark comedy. It's not just a whatever. It never Mm -hmm. really settles on one position. No. And it is very...
2: Dead people literally stand up and start singing. And start
1: singing, right. People you've seen... It it ends in a very difficult place. Mm -hmm. But it... Like, the the ending of the show is insane. (laughs) Like, if you really... If I just explain... I can't imagine what it was like just seeing Act 2. Because, like, if I explain the ending of the show (laughs) to you, you'd be uh... like, that's bananas. And you're like, yes, but by the time... But we've been led carefully to this finale, so that we got, when we get there, it all makes sense. And then to have that, the brilliance of the epilogue is the being like, now you've just seen something nuts, but it's not so crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. it's really not as crazy as you think. You Because every character, just like every, like I say, every plot move, the plot moves because the characters make choices. And every decision is logical. Like, you can see each individual Mm -hmm. decision makes sense to you. It's only when you put them all together that you go, oh, this is bananas. We could have stopped this
2: wow, how'd you get there? How did we get here?
1: How did we get here? I mean, it is really that Mm -hmm. feeling of like, and of course, you know how we got here. Yeah. We got here because...
2: And the ensemble lets you know that. (laughs) Yes, they do. And another thing I love about the ensemble is that they all have opinions Mm -hmm. and that they're not just like... The one voice. Mm-hmm. Like during the Pirelli's Miracle Elixir we have someone who's like, know yeah, how do they let these urchins out on the street?" and mm-hmm. someone else is like, "Oh, I'm going to get a haircut." Yeah, there are a lot of like, weird There's like a, there's everyone has their own like independence as as part of this like larger whole, which I really love. And I think Sondheim talks about it in uh Finishing the Hat. He's like, "You know, I always wondered like um in those big sweeping sort of Rodgers and Hammerstein numbers of like do they all feel that way? Really? Yeah, though? like, What about that, the gay guy in the back who doesn't love a dame? You know, the, like, yes, what, the, a, what about, you know, there's not everyone is exactly the same.
1: That idea of groupthink in a in a yeah, musical. The which groupthink is so in a musical. Prevalent. Yeah.
2: It's like, is everyone really that excited about the Wells Fargo rag- wagon coming? You know, Beauty and the Beast got there with a sort of like, that's too expensive. You know, that's mm-hmm. sort of like ex- random explanation. You call this bacon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what lovely grapes! Ten yards. Excuse me. What? Right.
1: <laughs> Please let me through. Yeah, it, yeah, it's
2: just you know, there's this sort of bustle, which I think really accurately enca- encapsulates the, the energy of London. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there during the Industrial Revolution, right. but I lived there for a little bit okay. and a, a minute. I studied abroad. I'd like to say I lived there because it was more than it a was month, more, right. And I <laughs> and worse. I loved it. And I'm a total Anglophile, so there yeah. you go. But there, there is something to be said about the energy of London, mm-hmm. and it is a character in this play, mm-hmm. and it has to take place in it's London. It's the first,
1: I mean, it's the first song after the opening. I mean, there's, there's no, no place yeah. like London. I mean, it's where we're here and we're...
2: And the, and the shift in the music from the opening and the mm-hmm. whistle and the attend the tale to all of a sudden the bells and the, you know, do, 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 it's like... Yeah. <sighs> yeah, <I feel laughs> you land again. there and you're like, oh, wow. Yep. Hey, maybe this story isn't going to be so sad after yeah, all. No, it's going to be sad. starts Saturday. out in a real happy place. And
1: it does that really well. I mean, there's such a great thing to...
2: You're on the boat. Yeah. You're pulling up to the harbor. But there's
1: the grade of like, this is going to be fun and then sad and then funny and then sad and then... And then
2: hilarious. Weird. You know, there's and always like, songs weird. like My Friends
1: like creep in and we're just like, Ooh. I don't know how I feel about that, but then and we're going to back Joanna way off. Joanna Part
2: 2, exactly. which is often cut, it's like, do we need to watch this? Happy? The judges' one, yeah, the judges, Joanna.
1: I, I gotta say, when it I was younger, right it's ways. super creepy. When I was younger, I was like, well, of course they cut this song. This song's long and creepy About- and weird. But I gotta say, yeah.
2: it's it's it's. I don't skip it. I don't. Om- yeah, I don't That's <laughs> I don't a very skip good point. It, you That's know, a it's very like, good
1: way to put it. I do not. Stu- it makes yeah. me
2: uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's supposed to.
1: Yeah, and it's important. To
2: shrug. <laughs> to know,
1: right? it's in- but it's important to know that the judge is a person. Because then he becomes mm-hmm. a scarier villain, just like yeah. Sweeney does. Like yeah, the more human the he more is, you know the him. more terrifying he Like, becomes. this guy's twisted. And, his, like, like, and he
2: really thinks that he can, he's like, you know what's a great idea? She will just love me. Right. She will. Well, yeah. I'll just marry her. I mean, I'll just marry her and I'll protect her. And I'll keep her, and I'll have her. I'll protect be, her. I'll yeah. keep
1: her from the world. Like nobody will pry on her. Yeah. And then all and these then thoughts my feelings I'm having won't be will be fine because she's my and it wife. And it'll be
2: okay with God Right. because she's be my fine. wife. Yeah.
1: And it's that. And
2: it, I won't have to flog myself. A lyric while I noticed. Uh, no, yeah. A
1: lyric I noticed this time that I, I have to say didn't strike. Uh, that struck anew with me is in the beginning of Pretty Women. When they're going back and forth I'll play it here So that I don't have to But I'll sing it to you
0: You're in a merry mood today, Mr. Todd Tis your delights are catching fire From one man to the next Tis true, sir Love can still inspire The blood to pound the heartly pyre What more, what more can, can man, man require, require Than love, sir More than love, sir What, sir? Women Ah, yes, women Pretty women
1: Like <laughs>
2: Like, well, Oh yeah. Yeah, women. of course. Like the pretty thing, women.
1: that thing that you claim to love. Like obviously, like you could just have love like floating around, mm. but that's not what you're talking about. You're you're, you're talking about a very concrete. You're a dirty old man, and <laughs> yeah. you're talking about things that are not, yeah, not good. Oh yeah. Um, women, women. Oh right, women. Yeah, pretty women. Oh right, yes, yes of course, men. pretty women. Yes, and then we'll naturally. whistle and bum 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 bum. That's oh, another so thing
2: good. I find so satisfying um, about this show is the range of vocal quality mm-hmm. that exists in the composition. You know, we're getting so far away from having that true bass, that true tenor, that, you know, mm-hmm. the true, like, strata of, you know, yeah. an operatic um, composition that has, like, the full range of voice. And the judge, of course the judge is a bass. Like, oh, yeah. of course he's... Boom, 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 boom. Right. Like, that is gravelly and and deep and, like, rich,
0: mm-hmm. both literally
2: and figuratively, and of course it i just that's so satisfying to me to have like it it hits you mm-hmm. it, it, the the vibrations of voice affect our bodies yeah. it's a simple simple yeah. truth and to have all of that in the high high soprano of joanna while i may not be able to hit all those notes anymore um you know it it goes back to what i say it's the sound of the feeling mm-hmm. you know it's it's that dissonant shriek of panic and um and poverty and uh distress and it's that like rich you know luxe quality of the Mm bass and the the casual bum bum bums as he's about to marry your 15 year old daughter like it's Mm. and it all like conflicts with itself again anything that is too simple to digest just doesn't interest me yeah yeah i don't need toast but it is very (laughs) very
1: simple i mean the thing of it is like it's just well thought out. It's it, it, like but the
2: more like the more focused I get on certain parts of it, mm-hmm. the deeper I can go. It's, so like much to think about. it's like a Hieronymus Bosch painting. Absolutely, there's
1: a lot to think okay, about. Okay, yeah. that's
2: all nutty. That's a really crazy triptych mm-hmm. of like I'm thinking of the Garden of Earthly Delights right sure, now. That's funny. So it's like you know just offhand yeah. a Hieronymus Bosch reference, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's like start. the the closer and closer I look at Sweeney Todd with a microscope, especially in the past couple of weeks, just because we've been planning yeah. this, I'm like. Oh, it's really that good. Mm -hmm. It's really that good. Yeah. And all the things that I thought were problematic, I just, you know, hadn't learned enough about like the canon of theater to like understand that no, this is based off of Penny Dreadful. It's not just you know, like, you know, it'd be fun if we did a show about eating people. people. Yeah, no. It's like it content dictates form. Mm -hmm. It's all for a reason. And even the problematic things where I used to joke all the time when I was, you know, snarking about the show. It's like, oh, you write yourself into a corner. Everybody's dead. They just stand up, start singing. Except, like, yeah, the story's over. And they're going to stand up and start singing. And as we just said, like, and hand it back to the audience. Mm -hmm. And say, well.
1: It's where we started. I mean, as you say, like, it is cyclical in that Mm -hmm. sense of like, Mm -hmm. yeah. It just goes right, right back to the beginning. Because the story doesn't stop. I mean, as much as, you know, these people are all dead. Just because everybody's dead doesn't mean that like the story's over. It's still it's still rolling. It's still important and dark. God, it's dark. So dark. So very very dark. I like to think about when when is everybody doomed? Like what's the moment where the show flips? And yeah,
2: there's definitely
1: there's no way there's no way of back. points of no returns. There for are different
2: people depending on who you're.
1: I kind of, I really do wonder when...
2: I feel like City on Fire is, like, when everything...
1: Yeah, by that point, it's rolling. I mean, you can't...
2: you can't... There's no turning back for City on... Like, City on Fire is so much fun, Mm -hmm. by the way. And that's also, like, the Beggar Woman's moment. Mm -hmm. To be like, look, I saw you, Beatle. Are you -hmm. you in there still, Beatle? Like, that's when the first time that I was like... I what's she she knows something. Yeah. Like she knows more than I'm giving her credit for.
1: Right. Well, because she alerted the Beetle, we assume anyway, or at least got that rolling about the smell of the smoke and she's
2: and then that's when she starts talking about Nelly. I guess that is, yeah. She's she's a that's wicked one. Right. Oh God, yeah. that's right. And she oh, just watch it good. with her fancy airs. Right. And her mischief, mischief, devil's like Oh man. Mrs. Lovett is the bad guy to Lucy.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Cause she left her. Right. Like well, she, she didn't protect her. I mean, there yeah. is that also that thing of like, you do kind of wonder, it is unfair, but you do kind of wonder, like, where was Mrs. Lovett when the crap was going down? Like, all the crap was going down. Like, where? Yeah. Where, why right? is this woman on the street and not, like, living upstairs?
2: Yeah. Like, why? why are you going to protect Where's Benjamin Barker was? and yeah. you're not like, going to take care of Lucy Barker?
1: Right. Like, what's the... And that's why money. I'm saying she always
2: loved him. She was jealous. Oh, she
1: absolutely did. Yeah. yeah. I think that is the that is the answer. And it is.
2: Women, we got to watch each other's backs. <laughs> Girls, stop the girl on girl vibe. the violence. guy you're vying for is yeah. going to throw you in an oven. Exactly. So.
1: Well, this was great, Louder, Emily. Louder, faster, funnier. Emily, you picked the best show. This oh, was great. This yay. is so much fun.
2: Let's do this again. It's good. We'll
1: just do it every week. We'll just yes. talk about Sweeney Todd. All right. It'll be the same conversation, I and feel like, over and over again. Yeah, I'll
2: watch the video.
1: Right, yeah, you should watch the video because the video is outstanding. So you. Are in Constellation Theatre Company's production of The Wild Party. Yes, a yes, wild, are, wild, wild party, which opens on the twenty-first. Yeah, All right. So that'll be next week when this comes out. Yeah, yeah. So you we've just
2: got uh, during previews. We've got to pay what you can. You come show up, show up the door. It's a big, fun industry night. We've got shows on Monday evenings because Constellation is smart like that and there those you go. theater people want to see theater. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be running Wednesday through Monday. Oh, great. Yeah, and we have a couple matinees on the weekend. It's such a great group of people.
1: And a lot of whom have been on this podcast. Yeah, we have Farrell Parker yeah. as, uh, as Queenie, here. right? Yeah, yes, Parker who got is, us in touch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Ginsburg. Carrie Ginsburg. Kate. Yeah. We've
2: got Ian Anthony Coleman playing Mr. Black. Uh, Jimmy Mavrikas as Bird. Who will be the next
1: guest on this podcast? Oh, Yes, oh, he's a delight. Yeah. It'll yeah. be two weeks for you listeners. It'll be in two days for me. Oh,
2: boy. Uh, I love a Jimmy.
1: But you go to ConstellationTheaterCompany.com for all that information, yeah. I believe. And uh, it's going to be fun. You're playing May, yeah. correct? Yeah. A and, looker. Oh, we should say, <laughs> this is the... Um,
2: the Andrew Lippa's wedding right. party. Right, important. Not to be confused with the Lacusas. <laughs> Not
1: to be confused with the Lacusa. Uh, yeah, the off-Broadway one, Yes, if you only know exactly. where they ran. I'm excited to out. see it. Come on Yeah, out. that'll yeah. be fun. it will be good. And people can find you on the internet at eZickler, correct? Yeah, I don't
2: really use the Twitters so very much. Oh, but I'm looking I am, at this
1: now. Yes, you haven't tweeted since have, 2015. Yeah, okay.
2: 2015. <laughs> so yeah, usually it was about baseball. I'm at uh, Zix Picks on uh, Instagram. Oh, there you go. And I'm on okay. Facebook. Yeah, I'm, right. uh, yeah, Zix underscore picks. Zix underscore picks. And uh, you know, if you're ever in need of some pickles, let me know. Zickle's pickles <laughs> is a thing. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I make pickles. I love them. Oh, so OK. So people I do shows with, you know. Can get, buy, your pickles? get you pickles? Get you pickles. Oh, fantastic. Zickle's pickles. Why not? So,
1: the original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. If you like the original cast, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's the easiest way to make sure other people find the show. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at originalcastpod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at unknownpenguin. My thanks to Emily Zickler for coming down and talking to me today. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. <laughs>